So I recently received an email saying that my Netflix bill was going to be cut in half. And honestly, I thought it was some sort of scam or a spam. I was like, yeah, this is definitely some sort of phishing attack trying to get my information. However, after some research, I realized that it was 100% legit, which is absolutely shocking to me. Today, we're going to take a look at why Netflix is in some serious trouble and how NFTs can fix their problems. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So, for starters, I must say, depending where you are in the world, your Netflix bill probably went up. But I happen to be located in Jamaica, and in this particular market, the price of the standard one went from $7.99 down to $3.99. If you're in a market where the price went up, such as I believe most of the US prices went up, I apologize that you're hearing this. However, I'm going to tell you why they're doing this. So there's the obvious reasons as to what's going on. There's so much competition in the space, so many more streaming platforms. But when they launched, they were the only one in the game. But also the quality of their shows is definitely questionable these days. And a lot of people will say that's because they're appeasing to BlackRock's social score and what have you. And they're trying to do all this quote unquote woke content in order to appease that number. And there's a whole bunch of conspiracies, whatever there's YouTube videos about that, not even going down that rabbit hole for you. But I would just leave it at this. A lot of people are not happy with their content, regardless of where you fall on the social spectrum or the political scale, whatever. But in 2022, for the very first time in 10 years, they had a fall in subscribers. And that sort of set off red flags in the whole company. And they start to go in this whole panic mode. They've been changing their content. They've been pushing back against what BlackRock is saying and so forth. And just doing all sorts of things, going back to the basics and trying to change up how they're doing things because they're trying to save the company. Long story short. However, it might have went unnoticed that they've even been exploring into Web3 by releasing NFTs for their shows, trying to engage with the audience and so forth. But here's a kicker. I'm not saying that they're going to recover and save the company by selling NFTs or collectibles for their show. Because just putting this into perspective, let's just say Netflix comes out with a collection of NFTs that has the same market value as the Board Ape Yacht Club. Now, it might sound like a massive win that the Board Ape Yacht Club has over a billion dollars of value if you add up all those 10,000 tokens at the floor price. But guess what? Netflix has over 220 million subscribers. So to hit that valuation or that market cap of how many NFTs would be out there at 220 million, that'd be less than a $6 NFT, right? So that's not very impressive at all. But where I think that NFTs will really benefit Netflix and save the day for them is around a concept called digital identity. As far as what we're building and assuming here in Web3 is a digital identity could be built around your wallet. And in the case of Unstoppable Domains, which I've mentioned several times, their main business model is trying to get people to build a digital identity, such as having your first and last name dot crypto dot NFT dot wallet, whatever it might be. And then you're going to use that to log into whatever it is, because these platforms that we would typically use an email address and password or we would link to our Twitter account, our Facebook account, Google account, Apple account, whatever it might be, can be used via our wallets. 
So a lot of applications or dApps are being built right now where you don't have to put an email address and sign in, right? What we do is we sign our wallet. Well, the whole idea of the digital identity is setting up without having that middleman proving who you are, checking IDs, KYC, and all of that stuff. You have a digital identity, a trail of the things that you're doing, you're signing into, you're interacting with on the blockchain, and that is proving who you are, in a sense, without having to reveal your real in-life personality, your fingerprints, and biometrics, and so forth. So what does this have to do with Netflix? They're having a massive problem with password sharing. Now, when they first launched, they actually encouraged people to go share that with their cousins and their kids that are off at college and all sorts of different things because they wanted to grow at all costs. But now that growth has stopped, they're cracking down on password sharing and for the most part, is their number one priority. That is what they're putting all their efforts into, besides content, of course, but really they're trying to crack down on password sharing because it is eating into their profits ridiculously. Obviously, why have a subscription if you can just bum it for free off of your neighbor? And even when I got married, I remember my honeymoon. I know this is not a crazy romantic honeymoon, but hey, I got married in Jamaica. That's where I live. We're already in paradise, right? So after we got married, we wanted to watch Netflix, right? Who does that? We do. So. When I was setting it up, because I didn't have Netflix before that, the card that I was using, they were not letting me process it because when I first had a Netflix account, it was when I was in the States, but I had shut it down because I just didn't have time to watch it when I moved to Jamaica. And I was like, all right, whatever, let me start back up. And I tried to log in, use my same email address and what have you, but because I was using a Jamaican card, long story short, it just was not letting me do it. So I just called up my friend that was in the States and said, hey, we're trying to have a date night right now. I can't sort this out. Banks are closed. This is the weekend down here. However... Can I use your Netflix account? Sure. Logged in, watch my Netflix and so forth. Now, they're trying to crack down on that. No streaming outside of the house. So that's definitely a ways away because my friend lives in California and I'm in Jamaica, right? So we're talking about a huge distance. There's no way they would have allowed that. And they're trying to crack down on stuff like that because we could have indefinitely shared that password back and forth because we're both busy people. The odds of us trying to watch something at the same time, or even if we just upgrade to one of those things where you can watch on multiple devices, is pretty slim. But going back to this whole thing, now, all the stuff that they're doing with IP tracking and so forth could be sidestepped using VPNs. So I can make it look like I'm in California in the same town as my friend constantly using it. It could very well look like I'm a part of his household. However, when it comes to a digital identity, what's going on in Web3, it's completely different now. And it's very unlikely that people are going to be sharing these digital wallets, seed phrases and all to get into these things. So if you're using these NFTs that Netflix would be offering for whatever reason, they could do all sorts of things with it. Not only cracking down on password sharing, what have you, but it's also going to link back to that account. And it could do some interesting things such as like tiered unlockables, right? So the longer someone is actually an active member of Netflix, maybe they have access to certain shows, certain special benefits such as previews and releases, interviews with stars or memorabilia. There could be all sorts of different things. So let's just say there is a tier that you have to be a Netflix subscriber for two years before this could be unlocked. That could be one way. Or maybe long-time pricing discounts because Netflix prices, generally speaking, I know I opened up by saying that my price went down. Yay, win for me. But generally speaking, Netflix prices are always going to go up. But let's just say in the next price increase, they say the people that have had accounts for more than X years will only have half of that increase. 
So it's going to reward those people that have kept their account and they've stayed there for a very long time. And one of the cool things with NFTs and unlockable content and such is that also it then presents the idea of, let's just say they have certain things that you have to unlock over time. So let's just say each season is unlocked of a particular show each month, right? Let's just say like Friends or The Simpsons or I'm just using these as an example. I don't even know if they're on Netflix, but I'm just using them because I know they have a lot of seasons. So let's just say, typically speaking, they have a license for five seasons, right? However, let's just say they're going to pay that additional fee, that licensing fee for the subscribers who have been there for a longer time and give them access to another three or four seasons or whatever it might be. That's something that they could do. That'd be very interesting. Now you might be saying, well, why can't they just do that with the regular password system that we currently have? Because, as I said, there's nothing stopping people from sharing passwords. However, they won't be as quick and apt to share their wallets with people. And seeing that this is their wallet also, let's say they have other NFTs in there. They're collecting different things. There's a remarketing opportunity as well, because if Netflix could actually engage with that wallet, have an idea of the things that they're interested in, it could even help with their content promotion or it could help with their content ideas. It could help with whatever they want to have, what kind of partnerships and so forth. Because let's just say that they see that the people that are watching the most Netflix shows happens to be people that collect a lot of music NFTs. Well, then that tells them it would be great to partner with a lot more music artists on the platform. Let's just say there's a whole bunch of uh, Bob Marley fans. There's Bob Marley NFTs, there's Bob Marley music, there's Bob Marley lions. I mean, you name it, like all this stuff, like their holders are collecting everything related to Bob Marley. Well, guess what's going to happen? Netflix knows that, you know what? I would have a much more loyal subscriber if I start putting out a lot of Bob Marley content. So simple things like that, I think, is a way that they can really turn around the ship because right now, as I said, Netflix is in some serious trouble and they have to get really creative. And I think NFTs and not in just selling NFTs as collectibles is the key for them to really engage with their customer base. And right now there is such a low barrier of entry from hopping from Paramount to Disney Plus and all these other things. And a lot of people might only see the benefit of, okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna go watch Disney for three months and stream everything there. When I'm tired of that content, come back to Netflix. And maybe you don't have the time or the funds to have 10 different streaming accounts. So what's to stop you from just turning one off and then going to the other? And then when you want to go back, let's say Stranger Things drops back on Netflix, you resubscribe to Netflix, watch Stranger Things, and then, hey, Star Wars is back on Plus. So let me go back to Disney. There's nothing stopping people from doing that. However, these loyalty programs, tiered unlockables, and so forth, I think is a great way of doing that. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Do you think this is a good idea for Netflix? please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. And hey, I wouldn't mind if you'd even tag Netflix to say that I was speaking about them. Get a little recognition and publicity from a bigger company, right? But either way, I would appreciate your feedback at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. Contact information is in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.